Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Ladman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our opinions with other... Our opinions, our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, we took a week off for the new year, and I completely just shat the bed, coming right back. I, I barely recognize you, Mike. You look like you went straight back to the 50s with that greased back hairdo there. It's actually not greased back. It's just <laughs> in a ponytail because I have that much hair now. So Yes, that's right. I guess you haven't had a haircut yet, have you? No, I did not have... I don't believe I had a haircut the entire calendar year of 2020. Damn. Even my son got two haircuts, Mike. And my dog got at least one. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. I, I, the thing was is I had a barber. You know, like I had a barber that I went to. Oh, look at you, barber guy over here. Okay, well, here's the thing. Like, I used to go to freaking Supercuts, so don't give me any crap, right? <laughs> yeah, that's where I go. <laughs> so, I went to Supercuts, and, and the th- well, I actually, I went to First Choice, but Supercuts is funnier to say. Sure. When I switched jobs, there wasn't any time for me to go get a haircut, because I used to get a haircut on my way home from work, and then it's like, well, now I don't have, you know, there's none of these places are near my work anymore. But there is a there was a fancy barber shop by my office, and it was easy to just hop over there on my my lunch break and get a haircut and whatever, whatever. Well, now I can't go there anymore. I mean, I could, but it's a real big waste of time for me to go all the way out to Burlington to get a haircut. So now I'm like, well, where do I go get a haircut now? Do I go back to another barber? Do do what do I even do with my hair? Because I don't know. I'm at the point now where I just really don't know what to do with my hair. The wife really likes it long. She actually told me the other day, she's like, you can always, like, she always told me when I started growing it out, like, not even on purpose, it just kept growing. She was like, you can cut your hair or leave it long, whatever you want to do, but, you know, I still love you. And I'm like, okay, awesome. And then not too long ago, she was like, you know, if you cut it, I'll be sad. And I'm like, oh, what happened to, you know, this is your opinion and whatever you want to do. That's emotional abuse right there. Yeah. Yeah. But she also said, she also said, you can do what you want with it. But it, just know, if you cut it, I'll be sad. Yeah, that still classifies as emotional abuse, Mike. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm kind of at this point now where I'm like, it's it's funny because this is the longest my hair has ever been. And there was a period in the 2000s where I did grow my hair out long, but it wasn't long enough to be considered good looking. Okay. <laughs> it right. was just, it was bad. It was, it, was, more, it was the shag look that we all had back in, in high school days, right? Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was not good. And, and I remember that look. So I, I would always think, oh, well, my hair was terrible long. Why would I want it long? Well, it's gotten to a point. I actually talked to a friend of ours from high school, Al, who I told him about my hair and he's like, oh, your hair is in the in-between. The in-between, which is between it being long and between it being short, the in-between is terrible. You have to push through the in-between to get to looking good. And it's actually at a point now where, like, for the most part, when if I just leave it, it looks good. Okay. But but it's still like, I got like split ends and, you know, like it's all messy, right? You know, I, I didn't get my hair cut like this. It just kind of grew out of what right, I was doing. Right. So, I will have to get it cleaned if I want to... And I don't mean like washed. I mean like cleaned up to look better. If I am going to keep it long, I have no idea who I'm going to go to. Laura's like, go to a salon because ladies will know how to treat your long hair and a barber probably won't. And I'm like, isn't that the barber's job is to know how to cut hair, whether it's long or short? Yeah, I would think so. But yeah, I don't know. 
who knows, Mike? <laughs> yeah, who knows? You're well, the one that started well, Mike, this. I have a an equally perplexing conundrum on my hands here. Oh, what's I, that? I have decided to turn my second monitor into a portrait layout rather than the traditional landscape layout, and I'm not sure if I like it. Oh, so what brought this on? I don't know. <laughs> I just decided. <laughs> I really like the idea of having a portrait monitor. Like, you know, it'd be really good because there's a while I was doing like some some coding and stuff. And it is really beneficial to have like a longer view than a shorter view. So like, well, yeah, I could do it for that. But I haven't done any coding like the whole year, you know, and I don't know. I I just I I wanted to change it up because I've got a nice big 27 inch high res monitor as my main one. And then I've got my old 1080p one off to the side. It's like I've got to do something with this, Mike. But I'm just I just don't know. I, I don't know. Do you have any ideas of what I should use this for? So it's portrait style. Portrait style, yeah. Do you take video calls on your work laptop or your work's computer? Because you do work from that computer now when you're working from home, correct? Well, yes. If I get to ever work from home, I would. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, you could be taking conference calls on that thing and it'd be like the future. That's you know? true. Like, yeah, because I, I rotated. I have the exact same setup at work now in my office and I put like Microsoft Teams and Outlook on my other one. But I'm looking at it as like, is it beneficial having it stacked or is this the same as putting them side by side? Like, I'm not sure, you know? Right. But hmm. yeah, these are the struggles that I that I live with, Mike. They eat at me every day. Do, do web pages look better on it? It's really nice for reading like long form content. Mm-hmm. So if you've got like a PDF manual or something or like a big news article, it's fantastic because there's way less scrolling and that kind of thing. So. I just, I just don't know. I feel like maybe I should move it to the left side of my monitor. I've always been like my my second monitor has always been on the right side, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, my whole worldview has changed, really. I mean, you're at a point now where you could you could stand to play around with it, right? Like yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna change it back because you're upset with how it is, you could stand to put it the opposite way as well because you got nothing to lose. You're already in the process of moving it around. That's right. I'm, I'm in the in-between, really. Exactly. Know, if, the if, in-between. If, could, if I could pick a word to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Like, here, watch. I'll just... Obviously, this is not going to look good as a for people because no one is watching this. They're just listening to it. But bam, here we go. So here's my narrow video. Okay, move you could have this screen up here. on that monitor. That, does this it, look it good? It is impressive. Here, Mike, I'm going to take a picture for you, okay? <laughs> We're just... what? How far are we into the podcast now? We're just wasting everybody's time. Wasting everyone's minutes. time. It's a slow <laughs> news period. There's not a lot to talk about. <laughs> no. I will send you that after the show, Mike, but it is... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's some it's something special, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I'll just keep it like this and you can keep it up the whole the whole episode and you can tell me if that's weird or not. Oh yeah, I, I can assure you it's weird. <laughs> it also doesn't help that my microphone, because of where it's placed, is like almost entirely yeah, covered right in, in my front mouth. of your face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Mike, we we took our two week hiatus. What did you get up to? Did you feel well here, here's the opener, the opener question for you. Did it feel like Christmas to you? Because in my opinion, it did not. I appreciate I appreciate there was gifts and I appreciate that there was video calls and all that stuff. But to me, Christmas is, you know, maybe, you know, 10 year old me had a totally different opinion. But now much more elder Chris, it's the getting together and it's seeing everybody and it's having all the cousins play with each other and and that kind of thing. And obviously we didn't get that. And a video call doesn't replace that for me. 
So I don't know. It didn't feel like Christmas. Still a good time. Just didn't feel like Christmas. Okay, I could see that. I never, I didn't think about it in that sense. I yeah. What I could tell you is, even though we were not seeing people, it was somehow still the most exhausting Christmas we've ever had. Yeah, I literally said the same thing to Tiff. It's like, I don't ever remember Christmas being this tiring. <laughs> yeah, well, because I mean, uh, how many video calls did you do? We had one big one on, was it? New Year's or or not New Year's. Well, I guess we had a New Year's Eve one as well, but we had a Christmas Eve one and a Christmas Day one. And then we had a not a porch visit, but a like driveway visit for a little bit. Okay, because we had we had one in the morning where both sets of grandparents watched William open his presents. Mm -hmm. We had one during the day where we just kind of you know, said Merry Christmas to aunts and uncles. Right. And then we had a third one later that was his cousins and the aunts and uncles unwrapping presents. And also grandma and grandpa and great grandma were there. But they were like, we were all, there's three windows. And then when that was finished, aunts and uncles went away. And then the rest of the other family came back and we all did dinner together. Nice. So we did four calls throughout the day with different groups of people. It is exhausting. Like I, I push video calling and stuff at work so hard and I enjoy it at work. But man, for like the, the home life stuff, it's it's a struggle. It's definitely a struggle. The way Laura Laura mentioned it, like where she said that, that I think the reason why it was so much of a struggle is in the last couple of years when it's like, oh, we have a kid. Let's just throw the kid at grandma and then we'll go over here and take five yeah. and like, you know, have a drink and chat with, you know, Uncle Tim or whatever. Right. And then it's like here. No, you have no choice. You have to talk to people. You have to like keep the conversation going. And also you have to make sure that your kid doesn't like run off with the scissors and cut himself up or anything like that. Right. <laughs> yes, that is very true. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was exhausting. Christmas was exhausting. Mm hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't say that it, I don't think, I don't think that it didn't feel like Christmas because Laura was like, we're going to Christmas the shit out of this thing. And, you know, like she was all about sure, yeah, the decorations and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Very Christmassy here. Laura decorated the place to the nines all inside, even though nobody saw it but us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have our usual outside. We don't have any sockets outside because our house is an older house. So we have no like light plugs or anything like right. that. So we have one string of solar lights and that's it. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah. But yeah, so it was it was it's still pretty Christmassy, but it was very exhausting, that's yeah. for sure. Well, that's good. Did um by the end of all this stuff, did do you think William got a good sense of like Santa equals presents equals, you know, tree equals present, like that kind of thing? Or are you thinking Year three is that's the sweet spot. I think three is going to be the sweet spot. He definitely is at the point now where he understands that here's a present. Oh, there's a thing in here for me and and opens it up because we had a we actually had a a delayed present that uh, didn't get to us on Christmas Day that we actually opened yesterday. And when we handed it to William, he knew exactly what to do with that thing. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, so that the, the Santa stuff might be a little out of his wheelhouse at the moment, but he understands presence at the very least. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, that's good. Yeah, I was going to say, Ben, um, he's he's definitely figured it out. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily understands that Santa, you know, shows up on Christmas, you know, in the chimney and all that type of stuff. But he definitely understands that Santa equals presents now. And he was also very excited to open all of them. And it was funny. There was a real solid litmus test for him. Like if he opened up something that he really liked, immediately he would like run over and thrust it in Tiff's face or my face and go, open it, open it, open it. Yep, yep. yep. (laughs) William was the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if it was like a shirt, he was like, great. (laughs) <laughs> it sort of tosses it aside or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty funny, but uh Oh, here's a question for you in regarding your child at Christmas. Sure. Um you said you had an advent calendar. Yes. How did it go after training your child that he will get chocolate every night for twenty four nights straight after dinner? When that suddenly dried up, how did that go? <laughs> it actually, honestly, pretty good. I think because he had all of a sudden all these toys and stuff, he was less interested in the advent calendar. And when he did ask about it, ours is, is wood. So we just like, no, it's all empty. And he opened up all the doors. And sure enough, there was nothing in there. So he was like, okay, I, I'm good now. I understand that I have eaten all of them or whatever. I imagine, did William uh, struggle a little bit? Well, basically, what we've been doing, because we had one of those like store-bought ones yeah. where it's like a cardboard yeah. thing. Well, we would just get it out of the cupboard every night. Like, we didn't leave it out because then he would oh, just okay. eat, eat it all. So, we'd get it out of the cupboard every night and then it would go back into the cupboard. So, I think he just assumed sooner or later we were going to pull another one out of the cupboard. And then when right, it didn't happen, okay. it was like, well, let's sacrifice some of the chocolate that we got for Christmas because... <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of chocolate. Both Laura and I like spoiled each other with, nice. with chocolate. Laura, it was funny because Laura would normally go. She normally goes to like Winners or Marshalls and it's just raids the because they always have like interesting chocolates and stuff there. Right. That's normally what she does. Well, she couldn't do that because of the quarantine and stuff. So she had to order stuff off Amazon because she's like, I didn't want to do this, but that's what I ended up doing. One of the things that she got me in my stocking was a box of dairy milk chocolate bars like a box of them oh, like 12 damn. 12 bars like the kind of box that you'd get you'd see in a convenience store yeah, with the top ripped off buy the individual bars from yeah 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 no she bought me the box nice. and that was and that was one of the things that she got me in my christmas <laughs> talking it was pretty funny but yeah, no, there was no shortage of chocolate and there's been no shortage of baked goods because Laura basically said that she wanted baking stuff because she's like super into baking now. It's kind of been like, this is what I, I'd like to do. I'm having fun doing this. So I basically told everybody to get her nothing but baking stuff for Christmas. Right. And with few exceptions, she got nothing but baking stuff. So we have had since Christmas, we have had donuts, we have had muffins, we have had bread, we have made our own Detroit style pizza, we have made different kinds of bread. We've okay, so Laura made regular bread, she made garlic bread, she made a different kind of bread that had a different kind of flour. We made, like I said, we made pizza, two different pizzas, we had donuts, two different kinds of donuts. Cupcakes. It's it's we're drowning in baked goods over Damn, here. Damn, how how skinny Mike handling all this? <laughs> I don't know if Thin Mike is going to survive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's bulking up for the winter a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny. Well, that's good though. If there's nothing in my opinion. There's nothing better than fresh bread. I would definitely, if I had more time, I'd do more bread and stuff myself. But the funny thing when it comes to the bread, and I don't know what it is, 
is I cannot cut a straight slice of bread off of the loaf to save my life. Oh, really? Do you have a bread knife, like a proper serrated one? Yes. I just apparently am very terrible at cutting bread (laughs) because my bread is always like weirdly, weirdly wedge shaped, you know, like where the bottom's really fat and the top is really thin or the opposite where the top is very fat and the bottom is Right, right. Interesting, Mike. Yeah. I'm the worst bread carver in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't realize this was a struggle that people had. Apparently it is. And I I suffer from it. Wow, that's, uh, I feel bad for you, Mike. I I genuinely do. No, well, thank you. Thank you for your, thank you for your pity. But forget pity and all that stuff. Let's talk fun toys. And I don't mean our kids' toys. Yeah. Because those aren't fun. Not for us anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. What kind of toys did you get? I got two things. I got a wireless gaming mouse and this chair, Mike, that probably looks very familiar to you. Oh, wow. It's actually very similar to my chair. Yeah, it's like color reversed, I think. Yeah. From what I understand is Tiff referenced you or something like that to see if it was any good, I think. That's what she was saying. She she did. Did she? I don't remember this at all. (laughs) Oh, well, or maybe she talked to Laura or something. But anyway, yes, I got one of those standard gaming chairs that you sort of see everybody. Every streamer on the planet has got one. But it is. It's it's quite comfortable. And it reclines all the way. Does it? What? Well, mine does. It's got like a recliner. And I'm trying to figure out the use case scenario uh, for why my desk chair would need to literally recline flat. But hey, you know, I guess if I was feeling really tired and I didn't want to walk 10 feet to my bedroom... I could just have a little nap here. Yeah. Well, maybe they expect most streamers are poor and have to live in the same room that they sleep in, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess apparently there was a footrest attachment or a footrest version that she also could have got, but she didn't think it was worth the extra $20. And I, I would agree with her on that one. Well, yours has a nice fancy neck pillow, which I would, I think I feel like that is something that I should look into. Yeah. Mine does not I've got the little like lumbar support thing, which I actually quite like. Uh, the neck pillow, I'm on the, I'm on the fence about it. It needs to be a little bit higher for me, like because it sort of sits at my shoulders and not at my neck, and I can't figure out a way to make it go higher. So I might. It doesn't have like an adjustable strap or anything. Well, it does, but only to a certain extent. It's not like the lumbar, which can go fully up and down. This one is kind of more like a side to side sort of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but other than that, that was it. That was my extent of my Christmas haul. Oh yeah, and I guess Tiff's or not Tiff's parents. My parents bought us. like a, a night in kind of like snack thing. So like a variety of popcorns and like salsas and chip dips and that sort of thing. So uh, that was kind of a cool idea. And we've been kind of munching our way through that. But yeah, that was that was it for me. The Christmas is no longer about this old guy. It's about the little guy who lives in my house. But what about you, Mike? What did, what did you guys get? I actually got... I got spoiled, I will say, definitely. Okay. So Laura got me... It's pretty funny because she basically, you know, you know, Laura's family and it comes to Christmas and, and birthdays and stuff. Basically, it's just like, what do you want for Christmas? I want this thing. Then I will buy you exactly that thing. Yeah. And and that's it. That's that's the end of it. And Laura was asking me, she was asking me some questions about some stuff. And like, I gave her, I, sh- I told her, I gave her a list of stuff that I, I might want. And she basically asked me one day, she goes... Okay, I have to ask you, because this is kind of the same scenario that, that happened with my head when I bought her the headphones, was there was a question that she needed answered kind of a thing. And she's like, I've been trying to get you Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 
but I can't find a PS5 copy of it. I talked to a guy at the store today, and he told me if I buy you the PS4 copy, you'll get the PS5 copy for free. Is that something you're okay with? And I sat there and I stared at her and I said, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why. But for some reason, despite the fact that getting the PS4 copy gets you also the PS5 copy and is therefore a better deal. Yes. I still was like, I don't want that. <laughs> like, but why? Because it's a digital thing, Mike? Is that why? I, well, no, because you still need the disc to, to run it. Like the, the way that it works is you it, to get you unlock your PS5 copy. Uh-huh. And then you, you have to use the PS4 disc as basically your proof that you own it. Yeah, your, your CD key. Yeah. And, and that's it. So literally the only difference would be the packaging oh mike do you and do you need that little white strip so bad <laughs> apparently because i was all like what you know so i don't oh i don't know why i don't know why but i had this weird like i i don't want that feeling right and laura's like i know you enough to know that that would probably be your answer i will keep looking and i'm like if you have to do that i guess do it but that's not what I want. I don't know. Like I felt it was very weird. It was very weird. I don't know why I could not wrap my <laughs> head around it. It's the saddest thing I've ever heard, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas comes. Yeah. And there is a Blu-ray shaped package under the tree. Laura hands it to me and I open it up and lo and behold, it's Sackboy's Big Adventure for PS5. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, wait, what? I was expecting Assassin's Creed. Whatever, this is fine. I guess like she couldn't find it. I'd also been talking about that game because that would be a game that um, that we could play together on the PS5. Mm-hmm. And we have played it together. It's fun because actually my parents got me another controller for the PS5 for Christmas. So we've been playing that and it's, and it's been fun. But also, sooner or later, eventually a present was opened and it was, a, it was Assassin's Creed Valhalla for PS5. And she's like, I got you, didn't I? And I'm like, yeah, you did. Because I definitely thought <laughs> when, when you got, when I opened Sackboy that uh, you just not been able to find it and, and like bought that instead. Yeah, so. yeah. So that that was that was the fun stuff. I got the usual thing. Like it's not Christmas unless my mom buys me a pair of socks. You know, like it just doesn't happen. Sure, yeah. I got a couple movies, a couple Blu-rays out of it that I was pretty pleased about. But when it comes to those kids, I'm sure your kid got spoiled just as crazily as mine did. Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. That boy now has so many toys. We had to pretty much while we were opening up the new toys, we were packing up like the older toys that he's not playing and boxing them up and putting them in storage and that kind of thing. But yeah, he he walked away like a bandit. My God, I'm trying to think of like the big winners. He got Play-Doh, which he is in love with. He got Kinetic Sand. Have you ever used Kinetic Sand before? No. What's Kinetic Sand? It is awesome. It's basically like sand, like literal like backyard sand, except they've added in some sort of chemical or product or something that makes it fall apart. So if you take a handful of sand, it will slowly kind of like melt in your hand and like fall off in like little chunks and stuff. But it doesn't stick to you. It doesn't ever dry out or anything. You can make sand castles with it if you want. So it is, it's awesome. So we have that. We've been playing with that a lot. And 
got a little table to put it in and all that type of stuff. And what else? I, I He got so many things. I can't even remember. An art easel, Mike. He'll, he'll be very happy. He'll take after you. Oh, good. Um, yeah, which he's a big fan of. It's got like a chalkboard on one side and the other side's like a whiteboard with like a paper that you can pull down and draw to your heart's content all over. Oh, my God. There's just so many things, Mike. Everybody, everybody did well. Everything he he was very excited to open about, I would say, three quarters of the stuff. So if nothing else, that's a rave review from Ben. Oh, he got an ice coffee maker, little toy ice coffee maker, which he was very excited about. Why? Why? Why does that exist? Why, not not why did someone buy it for him? But why does that exist? <laughs> Kids are all about like, uh, I got to uh, make cappuccinos. It, it, he is all about this shit, Mike. Like, this is kind of dipping into kids stories at this point in time. but. Tiff's big thing is iced coffee right now. And so he sees iced coffees and he knows what iced coffee is. And he'll ask for iced coffees, even though he's obviously not going to get an iced coffee. So he was very thrilled to get this coffee maker. And I think it's because when he's at grandma and grandpa's house, uh, he helps grandpa make coffee. So now he knows he can make his own coffee, that sort of thing. I see. I but, see. It, but it was really funny. Tiff had an iced coffee the other day and he's just needed one. So I had to make him an iced coffee, too. So I just did half chocolate milk, half regular milk, put an ice cube in it. It's like, here you go. Here's your ice nice. coffee. And he was nice. thrilled. He was so happy to have his own ice coffee. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, so I I, I'm, I know I'm forgetting a whole pile of things, but uh, what, what was the big ticket winners for William? William's big winner is a blippy first words book. Okay. He carries that damn book around all over the place and, nice. and wants to read it all the time. And actually, this is kind of a funny thing. Like this is getting into a kid's story as well. It's it's a first word book. So you go through and you flip the pages and it says things like, you know, truck and like, well, there's a, it's, it's, it's blippy, right? So of course there's like excavators and crap in there, right? So when we get, one of the things that he got for, for Christmas was a set of dump trucks and, and bulldozer and, uh, and a dump truck. Right. And he knows what those are because of blippy so when he sees dump truck in the book he gets up and goes and gets the dump truck toy and brings it back okay yeah so what has happened is these this book as well as another first word book that that william has have become like scavenger hunt books now (laughs) so when he sees a word he recognizes he goes and he gets that right kind of a thing so like if he has He's got, he's got this wooden puzzle that's a farm, right? And there, if there's a chicken, he'll get up and he'll run and he'll get the chicken from the puzzle and he'll bring it back. One of the words or one of the things in the Blippi book is, is are shapes and one is a triangle. So when he sees the triangle, he runs to a different puzzle he has and has a triangle piece and he grabs that and he brings it back. Right. When it gets to the food page that says cereal, he goes and he gets his little snack cup because we filled the snack cup with Cheerios. So he knows that that's cereal. Right. So he's doing the same thing he was doing with the flashcards from from last time. Yeah. Yes. Except now it's with the Blippi book and it's way more (laughs) with that case. So. Wow. Yeah. Everything is all looking fine with, with this kind of stuff. So I would say that's the big winner. One thing that was surprisingly it was a big loser is we found well I shouldn't say we Laura found one of those coda pillars. What is that? Do you know the coda pillar? No. I'm surprised you don't know the coda pillar. Basically it's a it is a toy that is supposed to teach kids the fundamentals of coding. Okay. And it is a caterpillar and it comes in pieces and on the back of the pieces are like arrows. 
and it's like forward, left, and right. And you put them in in an order, and then the caterpillar, when you turn him on, he goes off, and then he follows those directions. Oh, that's kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, so those things are not cheap. Like, they're like $100. Right. And Laura found one at Value Village for $5. Mm-hmm. And she cleaned it up, and she brought it home, and we're like, he's going to love this thing. And even if he doesn't, it's $5. So who cares, right? Right. William loves the caterpillar, does not want it to move. Yeah. I, I kind of figured that's where this story was going. Is he like scared of it when it moves or it's just it's like a fun cuddle toy or something that he just wants to hold? I don't know what the issue is, but he's like, yay, it's the thing. But if it starts to move, he stops it or gets upset uh, that it's moving. Right. And it's funny because, like I said, the parts, it comes apart so that you can set the order that it goes in. If you put a piece in, he takes it out. He wants it to just do nothing. <laughs> because if you push the button, it does nothing. Right. It makes a noise and then it like its eyes light up red. Like it's like uh, uh, broken, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. Error or something. No yeah, commands. Yeah. But he just keeps pushing the button and then it's like, okay, well, let's put one piece in and make it go. And he's like, nope, take it out. It's so funny. He, he just hates, he loves the caterpillar, but hates the caterpillar. Yeah, it's it, very weird. Hates where all the, the value of the caterpillar is. Yeah. That's yeah. Funny. It's, it's, it's interesting to see him to to play with it like that, but yeah. he uh, he got a blippy hat and glasses and bow tie and suspender suit. Right. Okay. And he wears the the hat when we watch Blippy now. Oh, does he? Okay, so he's doing like his Wiggles thing with the doll. Yeah. So he it's funny the Wiggles doll. Pff, no one cares about that anymore. It's Blippy hat. Nice Blippy hat or nothing. But yeah, I mean, otherwise though, I mean. It's been fun. We've had to keep William home from daycare throughout the last few weeks because we basically didn't trust people to not bring meet sure. their families and and things like that. So we pulled William out of daycare. So we've learned all for- sorts of fun things about what William has been up to lately. Like he can't keep his hands out of his pants. Oh, nice. Which is kind of like the beginning of potty training, it seems like. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, he's very well versed in peepees and poopoos now. He knows what a peepee is. He know what he knows what a poopoo is. One of his favorite books to read right now is about learning to use the potty. Uh, he knows that the toilet that he's been playing with for like a year because we have like a training toilet that we got from his cousins. He knows that that is now a toilet and not a thing that you just push the buttons on and like take the take apart because that's what he used to do is he would just like take the lid off and and throw it around. And sure. Like, yeah. And I, I always was like, damn it. Stop it. It's a toilet. Like when the time comes, you're going to need to use this. And and I'll be like, come on, buddy. Time to pee. And you'll be like throwing the lid around and peeing <laughs> on the floor. But so we haven't we haven't been able to successfully get him to use it yet. But he'll he'll come to us and he'll say pee pee and we'll be like you have to pee pee and then we'll take him to it and we'll take his diaper off and he'll sit down on it. But it's always very clear that he's already gone pee pee or poo poo by the time he's told us about it. Right? So, yeah, yeah. He's letting you know he has done it. Yeah, yeah. And we've only had one accident where the two worlds combined, where William's wanting to stick his hand in his pants, he found brown gold in the Nair Hills, and uh, <laughs> that was a bad day. But right. Well, potty training, very exciting stuff, Mike. Yeah, and we're not even there fully. It's just like early training wheels potty training. Yeah, but at least he's, you know, at least he's showing interest. I think that's that's the good sign, right? And he wants to sit on the potty and he's letting you know that it happened. Yeah. Yeah, I think at any point in time now you'd be 
good to start trying. But then I'm not a childcare expert, so who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of kind of wait until we send him back to daycare. And if they're like, yeah, I think he's ready, then we'll start because I'm not in any hurry. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, well, Ben has been doing a whole pile of stuff. He has, well, he's always been really into his tools and everything like that. Yep. But uh, the other day I was cleaning out my shop because I figured, why not? I'm going to start doing all this stuff. And I had an old like plastic toolbox. It was just a small one, like a foot wide by four inches. It's just like a little carry on one. So I just tossed all the stuff out of it and I gave it to him, asked if he wanted to put his tools in and he was very amped up to do it. So he went upstairs with mommy and he filled it all up with all of his stuff, his wrench, his screwdriver and all that type of stuff. And then he was very amped up to come down and show me like he wanted to go to the shop where daddy was and show him his tools. And I hammered a nail into the wall so he could go ahead and nail it. And it was really funny because I asked him, I was like, oh, what do you what do you have in your your toolbox there, Ben? And he's just like, oh, here, I'll show you. And he starts labeling. He's like, I've got a wrench, a screwdriver, a tape measure a guy because he put a little construction worker guy in there and it was just really cute just the way he was like hmm yeah i've got that and i've got that like just the way he was saying it was really adorable but yeah he's uh my little helper that's for sure when it comes to all that type of stuff um he's (laughs) it's a weird one mike you remember the show gold rush on discovery channel are you familiar with gold rush at all I know the show only from the fact that I used to buy advertising time during that show. Otherwise, I've never seen it. That's episode. really all you need to know for this yeah. story. So there is a YouTube channel, Mike, that all they do is like RC stuff, like remote control stuff. Okay. And on that show, they have a YouTube, they call it YouTube gold, and they do gold mining, except with their little RC vehicles and everything. And Ben is just over the moon for this show like he wants to watch it all the time i'll never understand what exactly it is about it is it the fact it's construction equipment or it's remote control cars like daddy's car like i don't know so his kinetic sand we've started hiding gold in it and so what we'll do and by gold i mean little like golden marbles essentially i was wondering yeah. what you were putting in well, we bought gold. you know a whole brick and we chopped it up and you know put it in oh, there, of course right? of course uh but anyway yeah no so we, we hide that in and we bury it all in and he takes his guys and he digs it out and he finds the gold and we've been doing it for hours mikey's really into it and he just gets so excited every time he finds the gold so maybe something you can do with william you know if he if he has a future as a gold miner maybe while we were doing all of the christmas stuff Obviously, we did a little bit of baking, too. You know, we made some cookies and everything. And I don't know what exactly we were doing. We were in the living room and he was asking for cookies. And we said, no, you can have cookies after dinner or something. So he kind of disappears out of the room. We don't hear anything. And Tiff and I are talking. And then he comes back with like the Rubbermaid cookie container, slams it on the ground, rips open the lid, says cookie, closes the lid and brings it back and then eats the cookie in front of us. It's like wow <laughs> wow yeah he showed you who was boss <laughs> yeah no kidding yeah because it turns out i guess we must have put the cookies close enough to the edge of the cabinet that he could reach up and, and pull it down or, or something like that but it was funny i mean i guess i was kind of proud but at the same time it's like no no this is completely unacceptable but you know they're kids i guess they're learning and then the last one mike he has a pool noodle that we used to use in his crib kind of to fill in the gaps and stuff so he doesn't get stuck in the gaps, I guess, for lack of a better word. But it's become a fire hose, obviously. So in his room, we'll play with it. And it's like, you know, he makes like the 
sound and it's mm-hmm. we spray each other and we pretend to get all wet but now he has realized we were sitting on the potty one day and he was going pee and then he kind of like looks down like looks up and then he like grabs his penis not peeing and starts doing like the fire hose <laughs> 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 so anyway now knows that his penis is a fire hose and i'm sure we'll have lots of fun with that at bath time and everything like that oh but- yeah i was starting to wonder where that story was going when he <laughs> we like and he looked down and looked at his penis and i'm like oh please don't tell me he's gonna start yeah aiming no. and hopefully it doesn't come to that but uh, i thought it was pretty cute oh and then one other th- one other thing he keeps saying uh, instead of like you ask him to do something he goes okay you know something like that or yes or whatever now he says sure because i always say sure so if you ask him oh ben can i play with you sure daddy or sure mommy or sure you know it's just it's just funny because it feels so grown up to be saying sure rather than yes or no but right i don't know all these stories now we have mike they're just all like little like one-off like antidotal stories i guess but uh yeah well, you know, they're still cute, right? I know. That's the age, I guess, that we're at now, right? Uh, yeah, you know, it's not like we're not at the point where it's like, oh, you know, do do I do this or severely burn my child kind of thing? I was going to say, know? like, there's not really any fantastical milestones at this point uh, for us. It's like eventually we're going to start potty training Ben out of his naps in overtime, but that's about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I guess the podcast has run its course now at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I have a friend who they, they had over the break, they had their first baby and we've been doing a little back and forth with them. But like, am I supposed to be afraid all the time? Yeah, you will be. You know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. I've definitely gotten like more anxious as time has gone on. Like as when we, when Ben was younger, I was like, whatever, you know, let him put the fork in the socket or whatever. But <laughs> not, not literally. But uh, of course. But now it's like, don't jump off that. You're gonna break your leg. You're gonna you know paralyze yourself for life. What are you doing? You know, like I definitely I get much more worked up about all those things. But actually, that reminds me of one thing. One present, the big, big present Ooh, okay. that, that William got is uh, Grandma and Grandpa got him a trampoline. Oh, nice. Yes. And the the funny thing about the trampoline is we got him that because he was always jumping on his bed. So we said to grandma and grandpa, we're like, get him a trampoline. He's always jumping on the bed. We don't want him jumping on the bed. Get the trampoline. Yeah. So they get this trampoline and we're like, well, where do we put it? And Laura's like, well, obviously it needs to go downstairs. And unfortunately, what's happened is downstairs has inadvertently become the place where we watch Blippi. You know, so like, even though the downstairs is still set up as like a playroom, William doesn't want to do anything but watch Blippi if he's downstairs. Oh, okay. Okay. So like, if if you're like, hey, buddy, let's go downstairs and, you know, play with your toys. He's like, Blippi. And we're like, no, how about we come downstairs? And like, you, you bring him down and he just gets on the couch and waits until you put on Blippy. And but he's smart enough to know what the controller turns on the PlayStation so that he can watch Blippy and I'm like, "Ugh, like you can't bring him downstairs and not turn on Blippy for him at this right, point." Right, right. So the 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 trampoline is downstairs and we're like, "Buddy, we got you this trampoline so you can jump." And he's like, "Blippy." And we're like, "Okay, so Let's let's angle the trampoline at the TV cuz it's got like a handle, right? Right. So that he can jump and watch Blippy as well. 
So that got him on it for like another two minutes. And then he went back to watching Blippy. <laughs> and and now we can get him to the point where we're like, okay, buddy, get on it. And and then you jumps and he jumps really fast for maybe a minute. And then he's like, all done. And then gets off and goes back to the couch. <laughs> <laughs> when you sent us a Snapchat, I was like, I wonder how long this is going to be until it becomes like a run, jump, bounce, leap kind of trampoline rather than the hold the bar trampoline. Yeah, it's very he he's so li- like on it for such a short period. I think it's going to be a long time before he's using it to launch anything. <laughs> Unless he's using it to launch under the couch to watch Blippy. Yeah. Well, you better hope that the quarantine doesn't lift and we come to your house, Mike, cuz that's going to be the first thing that Ben starts to do. It's <laughs> run and jump on this thing. Oh, fantastic. But but Mike, you 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 jogged my memory. We actually did a really big or I, I guess a big milestone thing. We moved Ben to his big boy bed. Over the holidays. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And it went shockingly well. Like, I, wasn't it surprising how well it went with like, I mean, obviously, like, you know, you guys moved into a different room and everything, too. Yeah. But. And it's like a, a legit bed. You know, there's no walls or anything on it. It's like it was literally the bed I used to sleep in, you know, 30 years ago. But yeah, we were I was very concerned that we were going to put him to bed and he's going to sit up and then he's going to, you know, walk around his room and knock on the door and whatever. But no, he he stayed in bed the whole night and didn't move. And then the next day we did a nap and he, you know, explored a little during the nap. But that was the only time since then that he's gotten out of bed. The rest of the times he stays in the whole time, which was blowing my mind. And we've actually got to the point where we stopped using the sleep sack. Because I don't know if you guys are still using it, but we stopped and now we just use blankets all the time. Uh, and that didn't take any effort either. So, yeah, we we swapped out of the sleep sack, but we've been using it again because it's been very cold in his room at night. Oh, OK. Yeah. But otherwise, he's not in the sleep sack. Like He hasn't been in the sleep sack in probably a couple months. Yeah. It's like when you guys switched to like the, the big boy bed version of the crib, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So anyway, we, we swapped out of that and it's been going really well. So I... I was genuinely shocked. I, I thought for sure we'd be a couple days of, you know, holding the door shut kind of thing. Right. But no, he did well. So good job, Ben. Yeah. When we moved William to the, to the bed that we were like, he's just going to get out and walk around. We made sure to put one of those latches on the door, like on the knob. That's like, you can't open the door. Right. Yeah. Like the safety ones or whatever. Yeah. 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 So he's not, we're, not, we're never worried about it because he's doesn't, he's never gotten out of, bed except i think he was one time and it was when he was waking up so we like opened the door and he was standing there we're like what the <laughs> like we were already on our way to come get him yeah but that's the only time that i can think of that that he's ever gotten out of the bed but one thing that it when it comes to his nighttime routine is that he has he's insisting now insisting that he does everything so when we're like william it's time for bed he turns on the white noise machine right and if you turn it on, he gets upset. Nice. Yeah. So you have to let him turn it on. And same thing with putting out the lights. He's, he turns off the lights. And because it's, it's dry, because it's the winter, we've been, we have a humidifier in his room. And he insists on turning that on too. So and if he does, he's got to turn all of those three things on. Well, uh, turn the, off the lights, but turn the other two things on. And then when he wakes up, he has to do the same thing, but in the opposite. If if he's like half asleep and you're like, oh, buddy, let's turn on the light. He gets very upset if you turn on that light before he is ready to turn it on for himself. <laughs> it is funny how much they want to be like involved or, or whatever, you know, in charge of something. 
Yeah. So yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, but that, that's that's it's crazy. Like we've gone almost the entire length of the episode just telling stories about the kids, which I kind of had a feeling we would. Well, it was a holiday. We were back from the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean. I actually had a family member during one of my many calls who's like, yeah, well, I like your podcast until you guys start talking about other things. And then uh, they stop listening. So this is going to be a good podcast for them because they'll be able to listen to the, almost the whole way through. <laughs> so they don't like the tech news. They only like No, the kids they're stuff. not a big fan of the tech news. Hmm, no. Okay. Yeah, but, I think that's a real niche audience, right? Yeah. The niche audience of I care only about my great nephews. <laughs> my and nephews uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But there is one thing, though, I did want to talk about very quickly. Sure. Because in Canada, Canada, we have Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Did you treat yourself to anything nice on Boxing Day? I bought a couple of video games off of Steam during their annual Steam winter sale. But that was about it. I, I got the Company of Heroes complete video game set, which I owned on DVD. But I you know, plunked down the $6 and got like five games worth. I bought Ori and the Wind of the Wisps or something. Will of the Wisps. Will, that's the one. I got that one. And I also bought... Hold on. I got to look up really quick here, Mike, because I've already forgotten it. What is it? Oh, Untitled Goose Game. I bought that uh, one too. Oh, yes. Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. So that that's was my big thing. I think I spent like $20 total, but uh, I feel happy about it, you know? Oh, that's good. I, I did partake in a few items myself. I made a post on Twitter about how I wasn't going to buy any games on Boxing Day because I got two games for Christmas and I really didn't need to. Yeah. And then 20 minutes later, I bought two video games on nice, Boxing Nice, nice. Which ones are you... What are you the proud new owner of? Well, one of them was I was doing somebody a favor. I was helping someone else. Okay. My brother got two copies of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remastered. Okay. And I just bought the other copy off of him. Oh, all right. All right. You're like a saint, Mike. Yeah, I know, right? It was all for him. That's right. Yeah, no benefit for you. So I I bought that, and then I bought Persona Five Royal, which was funny because I was like, I'm not going to buy that. I don't. I don't know how familiar you are with Persona games at all, but Persona Five Royal is Persona Five over again with new content. Okay. So it's like the director's cut right, of Persona okay. Five. And I already own Persona 5, and I've beaten Persona 5, but I really did like that game. And, and I was like, if this is, a, if this is a game that I want, but I don't want to buy it myself because I, technically I already own it, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I asked for it for Christmas, and then no one got it for me on Christmas. And then it was on sale on Boxing Day for way cheaper than it's been at any other point. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> I just bought it. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I bought that. And I also got, are you familiar with uh, 8-Bit Doe, the company 8-Bit Doe? I am, yes, yeah. So 8-Bit Doe has a controller that is the Super Nintendo, it, it's not the Super Nintendo, but it looks like a Super Nintendo controller. Mm-hmm. And it is the SN30 Pro Plus. Is that the one that has like the two analog sticks? It does. Yeah, it has the I've analog looked stick. at that. I've, I've thought about buying that one before. Yeah, so I picked that up because apparently it's a very good Switch controller and also it is a very good Android and PC controller. Right. It's funny because apparently I'm not the only one who wanted this controller because on Boxing Day, I saw it the because it was they have three colors. There's the black, the Game Boy looking version and a Super Nintendo looking version. Right. And black was on sale on Amazon. 
And I went to go buy it and I hesitated. And I said, do I really need it? And then I did something like we had breakfast or something. And then I went back and it was all sold out. Oh no, that's disaster. I'm like, oh, well now that sucks. And then Best Buy had it and it was like, oh, but do I really need it? And then I did something else and I came back and it was sold out. (laughs) Oh no. And then that Best Buy had the same one, but it comes with a phone clip for like a couple bucks more. Right. And I'm like, do I really want to spend the extra money on the phone clip? And then it was sold out. And I'm like, what the hell? How has this <laughs> happened three times? And I was just basically like, well, I guess I'm not getting it. And then two days later, because everywhere else, everywhere else that had it, had it at its like old price, which was almost double or what it was selling for. Right. And two days later, I get an ad for it. And I'm like, why are you showing me this ad? Like, you're sold out. And I went to it and it was there and I bought it like right that damn second. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not doing this again. So... Yeah, so I ended up getting it. Uh, I haven't got it yet. It's still in the mail, but I got. Th- I did end up getting the Super Nintendo colored one that comes with the with the phone clip, and I can use that to say remote play uh, PS5 games while I'm watching TV with Laura. Yeah, or perfect. So, yeah. Well, good job, Mike. Yeah, it's a fun Boxing Day purchases, and I have not played any of the games because one hasn't shown up yet. The other one, I'm already playing a different game. Because I, I also did a poll, too, with all these new games that I got, where it's like, man, do I start up one of these new Christmas games, or do I finish the game that I was playing first? And I was really surprised that everybody voted towards finish the game that you're already playing instead of start one of the new games. Oh, really? I see. I, yeah. I would have thought start one of the new games is like the logical choice, because that's the one I voted for. Obviously, I participated in your poll. Oh, yeah. Well, it was very close. Like, I believe it was like like 60%, 40% or something. No, it was like 58. It was pretty close. Yeah. yeah. A couple votes difference. Yeah. Yeah. It was not very, but, but yeah, it was, it was old game one out and I am still playing that old game. I'm still playing Kingdoms of Amalur, but I'm almost done it. And then from there, we'll see if I start one of those new games. <laughs> so yeah. which one though? I was going to say, isn't that question? how it goes? I, I bought those three games and I've played them for about 10 minutes and I've played Rocket League for about 20 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll get uh, to them. That Steam sale, it always gets you. Yeah. I actually did buy, buy, quote unquote, I got my first Epic freebie. Oh, you, you logged on and then purchased it i did purchased it yeah i did and it was funny because like all of these games have been giving away and i'm like some of them are big some of them are very big well, i mean gta 5 was one of the games yeah right? gta 5 civ 6 they gave that one away too yeah they had some pretty big ones they've been a lot of like eh games recently but uh but either way i was still like i don't need these i don't play on pc i don't play on pc and then do you want to know the game that made me do what made me hop in uh sure Jurassic World Evolution, oh, which is a theme park nice, builder game. Nice. So you're officially a P- you're officially a PC gamer now, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll see if I. Ever, uh, that's a fu- the funny thing was is uh, I'll, I'm like we'll see if I ever actually play it because like I don't play PC games. So no, I I think I've got maybe twenty twenty five Epic Game freebies, and I have yet to even install one. <laughs> but eventually, I'll get around to playing them. I'm sure. Yeah, the backlog. It just, it just, the it just struggle keeps is building. Real. It keeps building. Yeah, I was funny. I was talking to my brother uh, over the holidays, and we were saying, like, 
you know, it's hard to find games that sort of keep our interest and stuff now. And like I was saying, like Rocket League is the only one that's really been doing it for me. And it's like, we almost need to schedule like, listen, every Wednesday from 730 to 10 is that's when we're going to game with each other. Because I know it's probably a little different for you because you like the single player games. But like Derek and Mm -hmm. I both like multiplayer. But multiplayer is more fun with people. And like my best memories are playing with him or playing with friends I met online and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm 36 now. A lot of those people don't exist anymore. And it's like, yeah, we should probably schedule like some multiplayer game time because that's the only time and only way this is going to happen. So we'll see. We'll see when that Left 4 Dead 3 and what was it? Back for Blood comes out. Maybe that's when we'll start doing it. You know, maybe, maybe. Well, I got a question. We're not question, but I just want, want I want to bring up one thing real quick. Sure. Because we've we've been going about the same time that we usually go. But talking about old games made me think of Adobe Flash. Ah, yes. I mean, how often did you go to newgrounds.com and you play those like stick fighter games and all of those things? And now Adobe Flash is gone. It's dead. It's, it's dead. Yeah, they stopped supporting it. Uh, I, yeah, that's Newgrounds was like the internet. <laughs> what, 20 years ago? Back in like 2099, something like that. But yeah, no, they, Adobe officially pulled the support as of this year. And I think as of the 12th, they'll start shutting it down across the board because it's just so loaded with security holes and, and, you know, bad shit, right? Yeah. But apparently there, there's a website. I should have done a little bit more research that, like sites like Newgrounds still exist, but obviously all this stuff is not going to work. But there's this site that's launching up like emulators, basically, like an Adobe, Adobe Flash emulator. So all those old games and videos and stuff will still be viewable, at least for the time being. Well, that's good. Yeah. And presumably Adobe will like can have some sort of conversion to like HTML5 or something in the future. But but yeah, it's it's an end of an era for sure. Yeah. God. Like I'm I'm just thinking of some of the stuff. I remember I tried to do Adobe Flash and I couldn't figure it out. Like I tried to make cartoons and stuff. It was complicated. Yeah. It was very complicated. Like I, I think the best I ever was able to do was like make like an object spin. You know, like, I was going to say, I think I was able to mark like waypoints where like the thing would just sort of track, but not like move or walk or anything. It would just move on the screen. The most successful thing that I've ever made was back in my web comics days. Mm-hmm. I did a teaser for a comic special that I did that was Castlevania themed. Okay. And I made this video in Flash and it was literally cartoon bats that I drew flying across the screen over in front of a moon and then a logo faded in. Right. And that's all I did. And that's the best Flash cartoon I ever was able to do. <laughs> Two frame animation of bats flapping their wings. And then, it, it, like you said, it just tracked along the screen. <laughs> and then the fade in of the logo. Yeah. Those are the good old days. Remember Stick Death? Stickdeath.com? I do remember Stick My Death. My God, that was, a, that was a Flash. Well, that was animated GIFs for a while. And then it turned into Flash. But yeah, that that's the, the probably the most flashy thing that I remember. God, what was the one? I'm trying to remember. Do you remember the strawberry clocks and stuff on Newgrounds at all? I don't think so. Probably maybe to see them, I would remember. It's been such a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was so many weird things on, on Newgrounds where it was like, again, strawberry clock. Like that, that was like its own niche. Like it was a niche within a niche within a niche. Yeah. And 
do you remember um that video the end of the world uh oh where it was like uh i'm late yeah that's well, right. I, yeah, I yeah. am from france i am i'm not doing this yeah like that video has come back from the dead, you know, over the last couple of years. It's like it's some some new exciting thing. It's like I remember watching this when I was like fifteen years old. You know, like this thing is so old. Didn't they make a sequel? Like a couple uh, years maybe. ago? Maybe I I, though I watched it the one time and it was like the exact same. You know, based on how I could remember it anyway. Yeah, I remember it's very much like the same thing, yeah. except it's like mod- it's modern essentially. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I mean, Flash used to be such a huge deal. Remember when the first iPhone came out and it didn't support Flash and the whole world's like, well, iPhone's going to fail. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, it sure showed us. Right? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, it was huge. But well, I, I'm curious how many Facebook games are going down. I mean, it took down Farmville. It did take down Farmville. Yeah. Although baffling that they haven't just reprogrammed it in something else. But maybe Farmville was on its way out anyway. Maybe they were like, well, we've made our money. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's been around for what, 10 years, 11 years, something like that. Yeah. Like I, all I can think of is like all the casino games that my dad plays on him, on Facebook. I'm like, did he lose them all? Poor guy. <laughs> all his all his digital currency. It's gone now. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. End of an era, the end of Flash. But uh, I think on that note, that's the end of this era and the end of this episode. But it's in the books. First episode of 2021. Yeah, hopefully this year is better than last year. Hopefully. So far, it feels pretty much the same. But <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely. But we'll see how that goes. And you can follow along with how our year goes, as well as our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get all of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy daddy and more nerdy dad nerdy advice. Nerdy daddy. My, this nerdy is part daddy. time nerds after dark. <laughs> <laughs> with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. <laughs> and I'm nerdy daddy Chris. <laughs> we'll talk to you again soon. Daddy. <laughs> That was terrible. Uh, That was perfect closing, though. Perfect closing. Mm -hmm.